the beach widening and dune project. Take a look at it through the prism. What do they call it? No pain, no gain? You know, risk and reward, cost versus benefit. I mean, we all know that to achieve greatness, you got to sacrifice, you got to give up stuff. Be patient, invest, hold back, delay gratification. Go through hell and back to achieve an outcome worth that hell. And sometimes bad medicine can produce great outcomes. Good things come to those who wait. Will this dune work and this beach widening produce good things because we're patient and we keep our heads down and we're resigned to the fact that this is the new life for us along the coast? Dunes and beaches that kind of degrade the experience down here? Like as a kid, looking to get rid of those big buck teeth like I had. And that horrible overbite. How to wear braces. Endure two years of being called tinsel teeth. But then you finally can smile big and bright with straight teeth. That was worth enduring that pain, especially in eighth grade. And for the mom and dad, sleepless nights and changing diapers and mopping up spills and the terrible twos and guiding a child through those formative years, not easy. But you know, when it's all done... You hopefully have a great kid, and it was well worth it. Or maybe, you know, maybe fighting bloody wars to protect land or assets or freedom or a way of life. Or 10 years, 14 years of study and hard work to become a doctor. Maybe you drove a 15-year-old junker to save up for the car of your dreams. We all know these kinds of stories. It helps us understand and cope with getting through tough times sacrificing to get us, you know, to the end of the tunnel, the light at the end of the tunnel. Let's apply this thinking to the dune building and beach widening along the Margate and Ventnor shores. This project isn't just a dose of bad medicine that'll soon be over, resulting in something that'll be ultimately of great value to the local community. This project isn't one of those, well, let's grin and bear it, the noise, the disruption, the beach closures, the smell, the bacteria, the real estate challenges, and the, you know, killing the generally happy vibe along the shore, even though it's in the middle of summer. But once it's all over by the fall, everything will be cool. We'll forget about it. We'll get back to normal. You hear that a lot sometimes, don't you? But it's not going to get back to normal. It won't go back to, well, wow. We forgot about that horrible summer of 2017 when the state invaded our beaches. This project is where the actual work and the sacrifice sucks really bad, but the final product is much worse and is potentially long-lasting. Will it lower flood insurance rates? (laughs) Yeah. No. Will Will it save lives? That's what the DEP says. The dunes will save lives and protect properties. The DEP, the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection. Wait a second. Your department is to protect the environment. So how are you so interested in a home that you suggest is going to be damaged? Maybe you should focus on the environment. 
That's what you're supposed to be protecting, not real estate. You got that? And saving lives? Maybe we should use the local public safety, uh, the police forces to do that. You know, as a czar, Bob Martin, appointed by Governor Christie, you think you're kind of like overstepping your bounds? Yeah. So, will it save lives? Will it save lives? Well, all I know is that being down along the shore, high winds and flying debris are my greatest fears. Injury or worse. I've had car windows blown out. I've been hit by stuff flying through the air. And those winds kick up fast. So fast you can barely get home or out of harm's way. That's the greatest fear I think down here is high winds and flying debris. A few years back, wind knocked down power lines, I think, right? It knocked down the power lines that started a fire and it burned down the Longport Church along Atlantic Avenue. High winds, they they break windows and rip off rooftops. Wouldn't it be better to use these funds, these federal funds? Of course, these are taxpayer funds. It's not federal money. It's your money in a bucket controlled by the federal government or the state. Let's remind ourselves of that. It's your money. Maybe we could use that money more appropriately, like hiring more police. We want to save lives? Hire more police. Install more streetlights and security cameras. Lower speed limits on Atlantic Avenue in Ventnor. That has a higher likelihood of saving lives. Lowering the speed limit in Ventnor on Atlantic Avenue. In Ventnor, it's 35 miles an hour, which means people are going 40, sometimes 45. And it's two lanes in each direction. But I digress. But we're talking about safety. But they believe these dollars can save more lives by building dunes and replenishing beaches. It's easier to build a one-size-fits-all dune from the top of the state to the bottom. It gets, it gets tricky to do the other stuff. It's easier just to dump sand everywhere. One contractor, one job over and over again every three years. The towering dunes, all they provide are, well, we see these big giant mountains of sand. We see muddy draining areas just a couple of inches above the water table. Our beaches are literally cut in half. Views and breezes are gone. All because of one person's greed, pompousness, misguided righteousness. One elected leader that'll go down in history as a governor with such great potential and promise. Man, did I watch all his YouTube videos. I love that guy. Many of us did. But one by one, his supporters started to peel off. He's ending up with a record-breaking approval ratings decline, leaving the governor's mansion with 15% or lower approval ratings. A failed presidential bid. A governor who threw his own team, he threw his own team under the bus for that stupid bridge-closing scam. And for his final indignity, he pushes a one-size-fits-all approach to the chronic problem of flooding along the Jersey Shore. And he used fear to open up that cash register. He used fear to let people know that what he was doing was a good thing. You know, some of the highest points in Margate 
have the lowest flood insurance rates. I'm standing on a street yesterday talking to a whole bunch of homeowners right there watching the beaches being invaded next to Margate Pier. And it's this area where their flood insurance rates are so low. A couple of hundred bucks, maybe. Other residents said, we have not seen water in our streets maybe once in 10 years. Margate does a great job of flood protection, whether it's that bulkhead system or the grading of the streets. And it's just uh, sad to see what's going on. They know, hey, listen, we know the risk. We're going to build our houses. We're going to raise our houses. We're going to do things to reduce the chance of harm from that once every so often flooding issue that uh, could be somewhat catastrophic. And those in flood prone areas, those who are likely to have a lot of flooding, not just from storms, but from rainstorms and not just hurricanes, but just nuisance flooding. You know, those those neighborhoods adjacent to the back channels and bays and waterways. Ventnor Heights. Ventnor Heights is a big giant bowl. And not much focus on that area. The areas that need it. These areas are ignored. Even Wildwood, New Jersey, with those crazy wide beaches, almost a mile wide and too much sand. They're being forced to deal with the state wanting to do unneeded work in that town. They actually want to build dunes in Wildwood. Some ideas is where they wanted to take away sand from Wildwood. Can you see all they're trying to do is spend that money, whether it's needed or not, the work. All in the name of protecting property and lives. It's all about fear. But no, it's all for the sake of figuring out how to spend that money on stuff that won't last very long. And you're going to need to do it again every three years and you're going to have to pay for it. It's just too easy not to spend large chunks of money, that Hurricane Sandy relief money, on a few contractors to do the same thing over and over again, whether the town needs it or not. Like most, we found ourselves watching in disbelief as the beaches in Margate and Ventnor were invaded with heavy equipment and 24-7 work, building stuff that's supposed to protect lives and property Unfortunately, we get neither.